Welcome to Saturday Strategy, the business show for the small and mighty. This is your host, Johnny Themans. Hi, welcome and thanks for joining us for this edition of Saturday Strategy, the original podcast for business owners who want to cut the crap and get the answers. I'm Johnny and I'm your host and we've got lots of information as usual in the episode. So if you're driving or getting on with other stuff, don't worry, we'll put all the links in the show notes. Now, growing our presence and growing our tribe on um, new media, social media in particular, is is difficult and challenging for many of us. And um, we're going to take a slightly sideways view at this today and we're going to look at how to and really understand what's required to grow an organic um, following, which means that you can engage with an audience, particularly in Twitter. But the same principles apply, I think, to all social media. And we've got a a slightly unusual, wacky, off-the-wall person to speak to today who's going to really show us what their experience was. And, And I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned. So today, we're joined by... Graydon Radford. Um, nobody, nobody will know who Graydon Radford is, but he is um, an enigma. He's also known as Shrewsbury Morris. Um, he's he lives in Shrewsbury. He was 17 years as an NHS nurse. 17 years first joining the Royal Medical Corps, Corps and then um, with reorganisations became the Queen Alexandra's Royal Army Nursing Corps. He served a number of tours while he was in the uh, while he was in the army. Very active. Um, in a place like Nepal doing earthquake relief, um, in Northern Ireland during conflict times, in Bosnia um, during the first Gulf um, conflict. And um, he ended up in Shrewsbury and uh, decided to follow his passion for Morris dancing in retirement. Um, like I say, he's an enigma. His Twitter account has over 100,000 followers um, for a Morris dancing organization. That is quite extraordinary, all grown or- organically very engaged um he's also his uh, his morris dancing group is also a winner of the uh, small business sunday was awarded a, an award by uh, the pathetis um in the uh, in the awards there and i thought it'd be interesting to invite graden along because as we all try to grow our um presence on social media we we can always just sometimes try a little bit too hard and graden's story is an interesting one he started with very little experience, which I'm sure you'll tell me about. And uh, and he he now is, uh, is is he coaches people on this stuff and teaches and shares his knowledge with other people. Welcome to Saturday Strategy, Graydon. Thank you, Johnny. It's uh, very good of you to have me. Thank you. Well, no, it's it's great nice for you to, to come you. because I think there's some really good information that's going to come out here. Can we just jump straight into this? How come you ended up in Shrewsbury and in Shropshire? What 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 brought you here? Well, my wife and I were were both in the army together. Uh, we, in fact, we met in the army, and um, uh, I got posted from Aldershot to uh, South Africa in 1998. Did a six-month tour because somebody had fallen ill, and I went out to replace them. Um, and my next posting was Shrewsbury, and we had every intention of staying here for the normal two years and then move on to something else. But there was just something really nice about Shrewsbury. We we liked it the, as soon as we came here. The people were nice. Um, and we decided to stay. We bought a house, and then after a couple of com- quick conversations over a, a vat of wine, we decided that we'd, we'd stay permanently. Um, and um, and here we are, and we've been here since, uh, as I say, since 1998, and we love it. Okay, brilliant. And so, Morris dancing's the hobby. Yes, I grew up in Somerset, and that's where I first saw it. 
Um, okay. And I thought it was rather interesting and, uh, and and quite nice on a sunny day to um, drive from pub to pub and yeah. uh, and dance in a car park. And of course, then the army and nursing got in the way. So not much call for Morris dancing in either of those two occupations. And um, uh, as soon as I retired, as soon as I retired in 2004 from the army, I turned to my wife and I said, would you mind if I became a Morris dancer? And she said, no, crack on. Contacted Shrewsbury <laughs> Morris. They said, come to practice. And, uh, and here I am. I, I think there are, I think how many marriages get to that point where the <laughs> husband asks, "Do you mind if I become a Morris dancer?" It's uh, I think anyway, she was but, glad to get rid of me at weekends and Thursday nights. Well, you make it sound very unglamorous. Uh, we go from <laughs> pub to pub and dance in the car park, but you know we're all familiar with Morris dancers and uh, they guys who know how to fun it, which is really good. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, we tell do us, a bit more than that. Tell us how you sort of started with the with the Twitter account and with the Twitter presence and the social media marketing, then Graydon, because that's that's what we're here to. Okay, well. I joined Shrewsbury Morris in 2010 um, and the following year went to my very first AGM in January in 2011 um, and at the, at the AGM one of the female dancers who had a Facebook page said well I think that the team should have a Facebook page and there was lots of sucking of teeth and oh, security photographs well, we're not sure about that um, and um, everybody generally after, after discussion said well it might be a good idea because all we had at the time was a fairly creaky and old website, <clears throat> excuse me, which has since been um, revitalized. More about that in a moment. Um, and then they said, so that having agreed that we would have a Facebook page, everybody turned to me. And I said, why are you looking at me? And they said, because you've got a mobile phone. <laughs> so um, I said, oh, well, all right. You know, how hard can it be? Came home, said to my wife, who had a Facebook page, how do I make a Facebook page for Shrewsbury Morris? She showed me, and 40 minutes later, we'd uploaded a couple of photographs. And, um, and Ray, our, uh, the leader of our, Ray, we're led by Ray and Bev Langton, who are legends in the folk world. And Ray um, said to me um, the next morning, he, he posted on Facebook, wow, we've got a Facebook page, that's brilliant. So that's how that started. I had a friend who was also on Twitter, which I didn't know too much about. And she said to me, you've got to be on Twitter as well. So I started a Twitter account the same week and um, it's gone from, it's really started from there, really. I remember okay. Ray taking me, taking me aside at the end of that AGM and saying to me, you know, we're going to get a lot of flack and abuse on social media, don't you? And do you get a lot of flack and abuse? Uh, so I'd say that's okay, I'm a big boy. I mm. think in 11 years we've had two, three episodes of it yeah. and that's it. So. so considering how active you are, that's pretty, that's not very mm. much at all, is it? No, uh, no, I think it's pretty good. So... Talk us through the story then, because obviously you didn't go, you didn't just decide way back when following that AGM, go home and then suddenly get 100,000 followers. No. Um, it, 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 it's, it's, it's taken time to grow. Talk us through maybe some of the steps that you've gone through, maybe some moments of realisation, how, how that's all, how that, how that evolved. Okay, well, we didn't really know much about, I didn't really know much about Facebook or Twitter at the time. Um, I concentrated on Twitter because I found that the brevity of Twitter suited me more than the, the sort of um, the, 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 there's a, there's a, there was a character limit on, on Twitter and I liked that. On Facebook, it was a little bit overwhelming at times, so I sort of stuck to Twitter. Um, someone else now runs our Facebook account and is very good at it and it's very good. It's also like Twitter, it's a very good tool for us to be out there and uh, uh, like many people to get ourselves noticed. But um, I concentrated on Twitter because I preferred the brevity of it at the time. Um, spoke to lots of people. We gathered quite a few followers within the first, I don't know, two, three weeks. Um, just people, I think, found us more, in, found us interesting, not more interesting, interesting, because 
I think we were one of the first Morris sides to actually go onto Twitter. And people didn't really know much about Morris dancing, but soon people, I, got, I got people saying to me, oh, you're very happy, you're very colourful, um, you're, not, you're not political. Um, so that's a route that I've deliberately chosen, is, is, just to, is just to talk about Morris dancing, not just in, in um, Shrewsbury, but also in UK and all over the world. Um, I try and promote other people. So I was helping other people while we were going along. And we found that we cultivated quite a few followers quite quickly. Mm. And then, then the, the message started to spread out a bit and a bit like the old ripples on a pond. And we gathered more followers. When you say promote other people, that's, is that just people within the Morris dancing world or people, other, other people generally? Yes, other people generally. So lots of businesses were following us, um, which I thought was curious, but also very nice. So obviously we were trying to help them. So we were retweeting for them. Um, and that was how, the, that was how it, the, the sort of following generally started was we were doing quite a few retweets for people who were helping us. So it's the mutual retweet thing yeah. that goes on on Twitter. There has to be um, some certain generosity, doesn't there, in social media? Yeah. If people do things for you, I, you know, I've always been brought up for if people do things for you, you do things back for them. Um, and... And then I started to actually actively follow people. So whenever anybody, anybody has said to me over the last nine years that I've been doing this, how do you build a following? It's quite simple. I follow people. So every person that followed us, I would pick five of their followers and five of their following and follow those 10 people. So I would, for every follower we've got, I was following in turn 10 people. Now, obviously, sometimes they follow you back, sometimes they don't, but more often than not, they did, which I thought, well, that's really interesting. And, I, and many people kept saying to us, you know, you're colourful, you're happy, you're bright, you don't sort of, you know, slag anybody off. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's all very um, innocent and fun. And I think that's what's helped us to grow the Twitter account from there, really. Um, and I, I didn't have a target. I didn't have, uh, we, we'd, I, I was surprised and pleased to get a hundred followers. And I thought, oh, that'll probably be it. Mm. But then it grew exponentially from there. Okay. So when you say you're, you're, what did you say? You're colorful, you're fun, and you're not political. I mean, that's, that's, that's your, that's your voice, isn't it? That's, that's your brand on, on, on Twitter. It is really. And I, I, um, I, I try and follow a principle of, of everything I do on Twitter uh, or any advice I give to anybody who asks me what, what we do on Twitter. I use a, a three letter analogy. So it's P E N and I, and it's patient, be patient, be engaged, be nice. Okay. And those are the three principles that I run our Twitter account on as best I can. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's good. Great. Can we, can we maybe take those one at a time mm -hmm. and, and tell us a little bit about what you mean by each of those and explain them and how that's helpful for building a tribe on, on, on Twitter. Sure. Um, well, this is only my personal experience, of course. Um, I noticed that lots of Morris teams, for instance, would arrive on Twitter and say, well, here we are. And their next tweet would be, what do we do now? And then they seem to, and I use Morris dancing because it's quite, any, it's quite a good analogy, but it applies to anybody, obviously. Um, and I noticed that uh, then they disappear after about two weeks. Um, and Ray and Bev, who, who are our leaders, they, um, they do Facebook as well. So they notice all the Morris sides on Twitter um, who are talking to each other about Morris dancing and things. Um, and they seem to gravitate back to Facebook. So they weren't staying very long. And I think it was because they weren't, either they didn't get it perhaps, or they weren't getting lots of followers straight away as perhaps they'd, they'd thought they would. 
So that's what, where, where it comes to be patient. People arrive on Twitter and they need to be patient. They need to grow their following, I think, um, and not just wait for people to come to them. You've got to do things to get people to follow you. Yes. So be, be interesting, be engaged, which is the second of the, of the, of the three letters. Um, and Morrisides will then seem to go back to, back to Twitter, uh, back to Facebook rather, but they talk amongst themselves about Morris dancing. What I wanted to do was to put Morris dancing out there to people who had never seen it or heard of it. And obviously because we'd like people to join us or we'd like people to come and watch us or we'd like people to come and um, en engage us to dance for them and pay, and pay us to do it. Uh, so there was the sort of kind of business aspect to it. Um, but you don't get anything for, you don't get something for nothing. So, you know, you get, out what you put in as well and um and that works for us yeah there's a there's a great line in um i don't know if you've ever read the book dale carnegie's how to win friends and influence people it's a very famous sales book and he says uh, to, before you can be um interesting you first have to be interested yes and uh, and i suppose it's that principle you're talking about isn't it yeah i think so you know i think it's just it's just a natural thing to um to want to talk to other people twitter's a bit like a a dinner party where there are all conversations going on in different corners of the room, but it's not impolite to butt in and say, Oh, can I talk about that with you? And, and people will then say, yeah, okay. You know, invite you into the group and that sort of thing. And, and I think that's a good way of, um, of meeting people. So I would, I, f I follow people now who I, who have a range of interests. I follow businesses. I use my own interests. I follow sports, sports people, um, that sort of thing. But, I try and, and keep it to people who aren't famous. I try and talk to ordinary businesses, ordinary people who are functioning every day to, to do their thing or to, um, I follow artists, you know, it's not, we don't just restrict it to Morris dancing anymore. I follow people who I think are interesting. Right. Good, good. And you said about being nice as well. That, that's, <laughs> tell us what you mean by nice. Well, just just don't be don't be um, unkind. Uh, there's, mm. there's there's lots of of um, that sort of thing that goes on on all forms of social media, and I think people say things from a from behind a keyboard that they wouldn't dream of saying to somebody in person. Uh, and I think you know I've seen that said so many times, and it, and I think it's true. So I think if you if you don't if you if you don't um, be unkind to people, or you're or you're not nasty generally. Um, then I think you become slightly more attractive and people yes. will, will follow you. I, I get told a lot, you know, one of the reasons, in fact, somebody said to me this morning, one of the reasons I follow you is because you're so nice. Hmm. Um, and I don't mean me, I mean us. I, I'm conscious of the fact that I tweet for 35 people. So I can't be controversial. I don't want to be controversial anyway. I don't do the political tweets and things. Sometimes I'm very tempted, but, but I don't. So I try and keep it positive. Um, positivity, I think, is, is, has been the key for us, really. And mm. I think people like that. Okay. And tell us about your relationship with businesses then and Graydon. And then maybe we can take some advice from you about the sort of, you know, if we were, if we were trying to translate this experience into, a, into the experience of a small business, maybe we can understand how this can be helpful. So okay. your, your interaction with businesses, how does that, how does that work currently? Well, I suppose if I, if I go back to um, 2013, to give you an example, we were um, uh, running a business, we were running a um, Morris dance, um, day of dance in Shrewsbury. And we'd been given this to do by one of the Morris um, organization groups who govern Morris, the Morris Federation. 
And it was a bit like holding someone else's party, but not getting any money for it. So it was a great honour to hold it. It was in Shrewsbury um, and it was all day, but there were certain criteria that we had to meet. We had to hire a hall. How many people were there? Oh, uh, 400 Morris dancers came from all over the country to dance okay. in various places around Shrewsbury. Okay, I can't quite imagine what 400 Morris dancers look like, but <laughs> no. that, that feels like quite a lot of Morris dancers. Oh, it yeah. was a lot of Morris dancers. Mm. But it's, it's, a, it's a day in the calendar, in the, in the Morris calendar, that is a great honour for a city or a town to hold. But as I say, there were things we had to do, but we, we were doing it from um, team funds. Um, so that was going to leave us at the end of it, where I was on the working group that was organising this, and at the end of it, it was going to leave us in the red. Right. So I said to them, well, why don't we ask any businesses to help us? Maybe they either will or they won't. So I went round to various other, other businesses on Twitter and said, look, we're holding this day of dance. It's to promote Shrewsbury. Um, how about sponsoring us for, for the day? I'll give you, well, I think we had about 9,000 followers at this point. And I said, I'll tweet for you for however long you want me to, um, for any business that, uh, that, that comes on board with us and helps us out. And by the end of two weeks, we had nine businesses, local businesses, all in Shrewsbury, who very kindly had given us money to, for me to tweet about them. That's basically what it was. It was, the deal was, they help us fund our day, and I tweet about them on, on Twitter. Right. And it worked really, really well. And so following that, um, we realized how, how good businesses were about engaging with us. Um, and we're now sponsored by 13, I, I said uh, um, the, following, um, the following year, I said, why don't we ask somebody if they'll sponsor us for a year? They either will or they won't. And 13 people now do. Right. And they have done, and we have, we've had sponsorship now for about five or six years. And I've engaged with lots and lots of businesses since, not just for sponsorship, but mm. just generally. And are you avert about, you know, I'm tweeting on behalf of one of our sponsors now, or is it, are you, are you how, how transparent are you on that when you're, Oh when yeah, you're, I, when you're engaging. Yeah, I, I I tweet every day um, for about four or five sponsors every day, um, and that goes for the for a calendar year. Right. And I use various apps to fiddle about with their logos and try and do something humorous and, and that sort of thing or interesting mm. to put them out there. Um, okay. And that seems to work really well. So because we did that, more and more businesses started talking to us. As I say, not to sponsor us, but just generally chatting to us. Um, and so it became clear that um, we, ha we could have a good relationship with a business um, just as well as we could with, with another Morris side or with a florist or, or somebody else in, uh, interesting on Twitter. So we talk to lots and lots of businesses now, both local and, um, and generic across the country, okay. which is great. So if you're, um, if you're now doing this on a, you say you tweet every day and stuff like that, how do you manage your time, Graydon? Because, you hmm. know, Social media can be very time-consuming, can't it? Have you, have you found yourself getting overly absorbed into this and then not? How, how do you manage your time and make it work for you personally? Retirement helps. Okay. <laughs> and it's become, I suppose, through my own fault, it's become a bit of a part-time job. But it's very enjoyable. So I have allocated, um, I don't know, a couple of hours in the morning and a couple of hours in the afternoon or evening and and then I do other things so I you know I keep myself fit and that sort of thing so I've been for runs today and now we've passed that figure it's it's sort of almost runs itself in many ways it's 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 been really interesting how it's developed but I haven't had to put as much time I've, I've put a lot of time in at the start um, and I suppose on the way up to a hundred thousand but um, 
it doesn't surprisingly it doesn't take up masses of time to do it because i've got various systems and and uh, and you know so i don't do it all the time is the answer i i, yes. I do have other things to do um but you do have to devote some time to it if you're um if you want to do justice to the twitter account and to help other people who are helping you mm. and i suppose it's like any any sort of from a business perspective it's like any marketing channel i suppose you you know you've got to you've got to be able to measure some return from it so yeah. if it's if it gives you results then it's definitely worth the effort isn't it so i have a, I have a system and um i know this is a verbal thing but i'm just going to show you that i have 15 ring binder files which are full of twitter names i write down people who've done things for us and then it enables me to go back and do things for them whether it's the same day or a week later or a month later to repay what they do to us. So I've got, I suppose, hundreds of thousands of people's Twitter names in there, and I go through them every day. So this is the system I have. Um, over those two hours in the morning and two hours in the afternoon, I write down, uh, I, I do tweets for those people, and I take them as a system. So I go along the files and then do the next line and the next line and the next line. So I'm making sure I go back, not only to people who've done things for us and try and help them out, but also to re-engage with people I haven't spoken to for maybe a year or two months or two weeks or something like that. So I'm trying to keep engaged all the time by engaging with other people, different people, and trying to keep um, us involved with Twitter. Yes. Okay. Okay. So how can this be useful for a, for a business and grade? And what's the, what's the, what's the payback? Where do we, you know, show me the money. <laughs> well, the things that it's helped, it's helped us to, Obviously, we wanted to be on Twitter to tell people about us, Morris Dancing and Morris Dancing in general. Uh, so it helps us to get gigs throughout the year because we are, at the end of the day, we are performing team. Um, and um, it's, it's helped us to get gigs. It's helped us to get sponsorship. And it's, it's helped us to become uh, known around the county. Okay. And if I was a business, how would I, what, what, what would be my, um, if you like, um, economic drivers what where, where would i am i driving people to my website am i driving people to my events am i just um using it as a networking opportunity uh, or is it all of those things what's what's the i think for us it's probably all of those all of those things you know mm. we, we've our main aim is to get people to know about us and morris dancing in general so if people join us that would be good we drive people to our website which has been revitalized since um uh, a member joined us but having seen our Facebook page and thought, oh, thank goodness they've got a Facebook page. They're in the 21st century at least. Um, she revamped our website, so that was good. Um, we're on Instagram and, uh, as I say, we're on Facebook as well. But Twitter drives most of what we do, I think, in, in many ways. Um, strangely enough, we haven't had many people join us from Twitter. We, we get people to join us from leaflets and, okay. um, and that sort of thing that we drop around town. But it's helped us to get sponsorship which has also helped us to um to get more um to get more pro you know raise our profile and uh, and and get booked more around the country which is which is terrific for us yeah so it's uh, it's a real marketing mix isn't it and it's an important part of the mix it is marketing yeah that's a, that's a great way to put it yeah it's marketing yeah. basically brilliant great and that's been uh, really valuable i do particularly like your uh, patient engaged and nice um pen acronym i think that's very very helpful <laughs> exactly. and and i think unpacking or being able to um uh put this out as a um as, as a model for um for how to how to grow a, a twitter following is is very useful and I, I think then for our listeners to be able to 
think, well, actually, we've got to have some sort of targets, haven't we? Some, you know, we've got to have a good place and land on a website. We've done other podcasts about that. You know, it's, it's no point in driving somebody to a website that does nothing. So um, sure. we need to have something that, that works there. So this has been very, very helpful. Thank you very much for, uh, for coming and sharing that with us. Do you do, are you doing any more of your training or your coaching sessions um, with people in and around Shrewsbury coming up? No, not really. Uh, we had a tweet up Shrewsbury, which is the um, uh, networking event that we have that somebody else organises in Shrewsbury. That's always very successful. So I try and go to that, yes. but I don't get involved with the teaching anymore. It's um, I think someone who has social media experience does that. But if anybody comes up and says, how do you do that? I just tell them and I just use us as an example of, of, um, of how I do it. You know, I'm 64. I never thought I'd be running a social media account at my age, but um, it's, it's, it's a good thing to do. It's kept me active. It's kept my brain going. And also it's really interesting to uh, engage with lots of people. And I think that's the most important thing of the, of the PEN thing is the engaging. I like yeah. talking to people and um, whoever they are and, and, and people are great with us. It's brilliant of them to, um, to do what they do to help us out. Graydon, that's been really great. Thank you very much for coming and sharing that with us. And I'm assuming that if people sort of uh, look on Twitter for, for Shrewsbury Morris, they'll find you very easily. And um, and you heard it here. If you if you reach out to Graydon, he'll definitely reach out back Absolutely. in return and maybe mention that you heard him on Saturday Strategy. That would be that'd be great. Thanks for joining um, us, Graydon. It's a great pleasure, Johnny. Hope it was useful. Thanks for having us. So that's it for this edition of Saturday's Strategy. Thanks very much for sticking with us to the end. Thanks very much, Graydon, for helping us out and sharing your story with us. Um, like I said at the beginning, lots of good lessons for all of us. If you've got any questions or any feedback you want to share with us, you can uh, reach me using WhatsApp. Uh, my number's 07977 and that's my personal number, so it'll definitely get through. Thank you again. Until next time, and remember... If you enjoyed this and you want to hear more, hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts.